Hello, everyone. This is Shelby Johnson, host of your favorite podcast, An Engineer's Journey. I'm so excited to be back for season two, so let's go ahead and get into it. Hello everyone! It's crazy to believe that we're already back with season two. It feels like just yesterday that season one ended and I'm so grateful for all the love and support that I got on season one. I started this in August of 2022 and we've already seen so much growth. I've hosted on my Instagram page at an engineer's journey my Spotify wrapped for the first season and it was so exciting to see all the different countries people are listening from, um, how much people have been listening, how loyal my listeners you guys are. And so I just really want to thank you all for all the love and support. And I hope you stick around to see all the great content that's coming right now in season two. Now, before we get into the podcast, I do want to remind you that I am on social media. So if you head to Instagram, you can follow my account at an engineer's journey. I post TikToks on there and reels showing, you know, day in the life of my journey as a PhD student, sharing just general advice and things that I've learned so far in this difficult time. (laughs) And yeah, so go ahead and check that out. Also, I have a Twitter. My handle is Shelby Johnson. And there I also just tweet about my journey, my experience, etc. So go ahead and check me out on social media and let's connect. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into episode one of season two of An Engineer's Journey. So last season, to start off all my solo episodes, I did a little would you rather question. But this season, we'll be switching up a little bit, and let's do this or that. So kind of similar to would you rather, but more positive things, I guess. And so the this or that question of today is Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? So I'll let you think on that for a second. Okay, now to give my true answer, any of the Bostonians that I have now met are literally going to be so upset to hear me say this, but it is the truth. I prefer Starbucks to Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, shocking, because I live in Boston now, but I'm not from Boston, so (laughs) sorry, y'all. But for those who don't know who have never been to Boston, Dunkin' Donuts is such a big thing here. Like, I have never lived in a city where people love Dunkin' Donuts so much. Every other city I've lived in, like Atlanta, other cities in Georgia, um, South Florida, it's always been like Starbucks is the big thing because, I don't know, it's just Starbucks. But here, everyone loves Dunkin' Donuts. They go there for coffee like every morning, etc. Such a wild experience moving here and finding people who have such a great love for Dunkin' Donuts. But, you know, anyway, that's their opinion but my opinion (laughs) is that I love Starbucks so much I love me a chai latte I love their little like frappuccinos in the summer because I don't like coffee so I get just like a bunch of sweet stuff from there I love they have this um tomato pesto sandwich that is so good and usually I can't eat pesto stuff because I'm allergic to nuts and pesto has pine nuts but they don't have nuts in theirs and it's so delicious I love their cake pops I literally love everything about Starbucks so yeah Starbucks over Dunkin Donuts for sure but go ahead to my Instagram account at an engineer's journey and leave a comment on the most recent post sharing what you prefer Starbucks or Dunkin Donuts but yeah Starbucks takes the cake for me for sure so the topic of today is going to be I guess technically more personal than my past 
podcast so solo episodes i'll basically just be doing a recap of my first semester in my phd program at mit sharing what i expected versus what i got um sharing about the difficult parts the exciting and fun parts and yeah let's just get straight into it so in september of 2022 i moved to cambridge to start my phd in chemical engineering at mit I was super excited when I got here. I still am. First semester didn't break me that much, but I was super excited when I got here just to get started. And before I start, I guess I'll explain a little bit about how our PhD program does the PhD the first couple of years, because all schools do it differently. And then within a school, different programs and departments do it differently. So for my school, you apply to the broader program, not to a specific professor or PI to do research with. You apply to the broader program and you get accepted to the program. Then when you get there in the fall, you're taking three core classes, um, which are like the harder classes, not electives and stuff, but the classes specific to your major or department. Um, you take those classes and while you're doing that, you're interviewing with different PIs or principal investigators, which usually in a PhD program are professors who work for the department and usually will teach either undergrad or grad classes and are also leading research. Um, and so you're interviewing with different PIs to find who, someone whose research you like and also who likes you and would want you in their lab. And so the way our program does that is you do that for the first two and a half months, to about two months of the program while you're taking these very, very difficult classes. Um, and then by November, you start signing on to different labs that um, well, one lab per person usually, one to two, because some people are co-advised, um, but typically signing on to one lab per person where the PI wants you to join the lab and you also want to join the lab. So it's kind of like a matching process where both people involved in the process should be interested and excited about the match. But as you can imagine, that can add to a lot of stress. Most of us coming into grad school already have an idea of who we want to work with. So it can be stressful interviewing with someone who you don't know if they're gonna want you in their lab or not. And then the even probably bigger thing is that the classes first year, first semester are very, very difficult. And at least in my program and I think most other programs as well. Um, and so that can definitely be a struggle, 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 which for me, it definitely was. So I got here in September and I started with my classes. I was taking transport phenomena, which is like heat and mass transfer and like some other stuff, energy transfer, etc. Um, and so I was taking that class. I was also taking a thermodynamics class and then a numerical methods class, which is basically looking at how to like solve problems numerically instead of analytically using usually computational methods. So for a little bit of context for you all, I graduated from my undergrad program at the end of July, took a month off from for August, and did some traveling, and then September, second week, first to second week in September, first week in September actually, for sure, I started my PhD program. So I only had a month off, and so I was really, really focused on making sure that I was going into this program with more balance than I had in undergrad, making sure I have time for like my life, to have a social life, meet new people, explore the city, while also focusing on my classes and making sure everything is taken care of in that department. Now, in hindsight, I'm not sure how 
if that was the best idea or if I handled it the best. I did end up passing all my classes as a little spoiler. So I guess it worked out okay, but there was a lot of stress at the end of the semester, which I'll get to because I was very nervous that I was gonna fail a class for a second there. So basically I started the classes and I expected numerical methods to be the class that gave me the most trouble because I'm not the best at like coding and stuff and that class has a lot of coding and a lot of linear algebra which is very difficult for me. And that class did prove to be extremely difficult. The homeworks were extremely long. It would take me like 10 to 15 hours and a lot of times I couldn't I still wouldn't even turn it in fully completed or in a great spot. Um, so I really struggled with that class. On top of that, during I think the third week of classes, I ended up coming down with COVID. Um, and that really threw me off and I think kind of affected me for the rest of the semester because I got kind of behind that week on the homeworks because COVID took me out. I literally could not get out of bed for like two and a half days without feeling very like weak and drained. And so I couldn't do any homework for like two days. Um, I had to miss a bunch of classes and at that time they weren't recording most of the classes. Later on in the semester they started recording and posting classes. But at the beginning most of the, I think two out of the three were not. And so I was missing classes and having to catch up on that by getting notes from friends. And then the other thing is in the office we all kind of work together on the homeworks. Of course we you know, do our own work, but we work together and collaborate. And so I was home for a week not being able to work with other people to make sure I was understanding the concepts. And so getting COVID at that time was really horrible timing and I feel like it really threw me off just, you know, with my classes as well as just emotionally. Um, and so that I think messed me up quite a bit. And then for that week, I ended up turning in most of my homeworks incomplete and got pretty low grades on them, which isn't a huge deal because the homeworks aren't worth a lot, but it was just kind of getting off to a bad start for me and it kind of threw me off a little bit. Now we have homeworks do basically every week eat all three homeworks were due every week one was due monday one was due wednesday one was due friday and so it was a little bit difficult because it was like back to back um submitting these homeworks and as soon as you submit the one you're working on the next one to try to get it done it was a lot it was definitely a lot of work looking back on it i can smile but <laughs> while we were in it i don't think many of us were smiling or happy and then the exams came along. So about a month into the semester, I think month to five weeks maybe, we had our first exam. Um, grades were pretty low, but of course, you know, like at the end they sometimes curve it depending on how the class is doing. So that was okay. But yeah, that was definitely kind of a, a rude awakening of baptism by fire. But overall, my first testing period went pretty okay in terms of being near the average, etc. Um, and so I was feeling pretty good about the classes. I was also going through my advisor search and I had narrowed it down to two advisors that I wanted to work with. Um, and so things were going pretty well. I was also getting involved at a church here in Boston and getting to know people that way. So I was making some friends. Um, as I said, finding time for balance. I went home for a weekend during fall break back to Tennessee to see my parents. Um, I also traveled to Texas at once yeah I went to Texas just once so I was you know balancing life in school doing pretty well going along pretty well um, I had also decided on my top choice advisor and got to sign on to his lab so I was really excited about that more to come in a bit um, but then exam period two came along 
So basically the way the exam weeks would work is you'd have one exam one week, another exam for another class the next week, and the third exam for the third class the, the last week. So the first exam came was for my thermal class. I ended up getting, I think, an A on it, like a low A. So I was like, okay, here we go. You know, she's doing her thing. She's doing her thing. And then I had the exam for the second class. It was for numerical methods. It didn't go great, but I was just a couple points under the average. Um, so I was like, okay, good enough. Good enough to pass. I'm not mad at you. And then I get to the last exam and it was for transport and it turned out it was going to be a take home exam. And so from the moment that happened, I already got nervous because I'm not good at take home exams. A lot of the times they're longer than exams in class and I have a hard time focusing. Also being in my home, I feel like I'm too comfortable. Whereas in um, like a testing room or something, that anxiety I feel like actually helps me to focus sometimes. Whereas at home I'm distracted, um, I'm comfortable, I'm in my PJs, etc. And so the take home exam comes along. I ended up spending a lot of time working on it and I got the grade back and it was extremely, extremely low. It's literally the lowest grade I've ever gotten for a test in my life. And I freaked out when I saw the grade. I was actually at our department building. I ended up having to step away from the office and walk to another building. And I called my boy, well, I called my parents. They didn't pick up, love them, but they didn't pick up. And then I called my boyfriend and I was just crying, crying on the phone. I was so upset. I was like, I can't do this. I don't think I'm meant to be here. I'm literally like the dumbest person in our class. I was like hyperventilating. When I say I could not calm down, I haven't cried that hard in such a long time. And it was my first time actually crying over classes for the whole semester. Like I was doing pretty well on that. And yeah, I was dismayed and distraught. And I was just like, I'm clearly not supposed to be here. Clearly they made a mistake letting me into the school because this grade is so low. I was just so scared because I was like, I really would like to pass this class so I can move on to the next class and focus on my research. And if I don't pass the class, I have to retake the class, um, takes away from research. And it's just, to me, I was scared that I would be embarrassed, which is totally ridiculous. If you don't pass a class, it's not that big of a deal. But you know, in that moment, it's just like all these things going through your head. And so I was so scared. Um, and yeah, but I went back, I ended up emailing the professor that same day and asking her to meet with her. And she was nice enough to meet with me that same day to talk about ways that I could do better on the next exam, which would have been the final. Um, and basically the next few weeks, I just went crazy studying. I, you know, looking back, that moment I would not wish on anyone, just how dismayed and distraught that I was. But I really think that getting that bad grade put a fire under my butt to like really go hard those last few weeks leading into finals. Cause I was feeling a little bit burnt out, a little bit drained. It's just, as I said, it was a lot keeping up with the homeworks and everything. Even when I was trying to improve my work-life balance, it was still mostly work and barely any life. I'd be studying or I'd be, you know, school focused, whether in classes or studying or working on homework from 8 a.m. till about 1 a.m. every day, you know, with breaks maybe to eat and stuff. Um, and so I was really burnt out. And so when I got back from Thanksgiving break, just before I got that grade back, I was just like, oh, I don't know how much longer I can do this and actually give it my all. And I think getting that bad grade like helped me to finish out the semester, putting my all into my classes. 
And so I met one-on-one -on -one with the TAs, the teaching assistants for the class, and asked them a ton of questions. I was going over all my old exams, going over all the homeworks, and not just like learning the material, but also trying to understand anything that was confusing to me. I would write down the question and go to office hours and ask it. Um, I was so intentional about learning the information as best as I could um, because I knew I just needed to pass the class. Well, in the end, I'm sure you'll be happy to hear that I was able to pass all three classes after my final project and exams. Um, that was, I literally, I found out over Christmas break, it was like two days before Christmas, and when I saw that I passed, I literally started crying, crying. I was in front of my sister and my mom, and my sister was like, why is she crying? Like, she passed. I was just so relieved. I was so just happy to be done, because I, I really did think I was going to fail for those last few weeks. Um, so I was just so happy to be done with those classes and not having to look back at them and so yeah i'm just so grateful that it ended that way and of course i'm being very transparent sharing this story but i think it's important to share because when you're going into grad school a lot of the times what you hear from the other grad students is oh it's hard but pretty much everyone passes it's really hard to fail etc and so when i got down to that moment where i felt like i was gonna fail it felt like I'm the only one going through this, like nobody else is struggling that much, etc. And so if you maybe are about to go to grad school, or even if you're an undergrad and feeling like you're failing and you're like the only one and you're not smart, you're not supposed to be there, you're dumb, etc. Know that you are not alone. Every or not everybody, but a lot of people go through it. It can be really difficult to be in a difficult program learning something new that maybe you're not good at just because like for example for me just because i'm in the chemical engineering phd program does not mean that i'm an expert of everything in chemical engineering so right so transport was really hard for me and that is okay you're not going to be an expert or a pro at everything and so it's okay to struggle and know that you are not the only one it does not make you dumb or stupid it just means that it's a new challenge for you to tackle and once you leave school and whether you go to grad school or whether you go to industry there are going to be things that you try to learn that you're really going to struggle with learning and that is okay and so I just wanted to make sure I shared that story about <laughs> how difficult the classes were and how much I struggled my first semester just so that other people can hear it and hopefully find it encouraging um, through their journeys as well. Now, to get back to the more positive parts of the semester, um, as I said, I ended up signing on to a lab that I was really excited about. So I ended up signing on to Dr. Brandon Dukoski's lab in the Reagan Institute of, of MGH, MIT, and Harvard. And so I will be working in immune engineering, basically developing new technologies to help in my case, screen for antibodies, um, which can help with drug discovery and development. And so I am super duper excited about that. And for me, the advisor process went fairly smoothly. Towards the end, I was split between two advisors that I was trying to choose, but I think I ended up making a really good choice. And so I'm really excited now to have been in the lab for a couple of months. Um, I'm learning so much. I find it so interesting and intriguing. My lab mates are so kind and sweet have been so helpful in me learning everything. And so I think it's going to be a really good learning experience in this lab um, for the next five-ish, <laughs> five and a half years. Now that I'm done explaining basically how my first semester went, I do want to give a few things that I learned in this first semester that I think is important to recognize, especially if you're just starting grad school, but even if you're an undergrad, or even if you're just starting a new thing in your life that's taking up a lot of time, like a new job or whatever. The first thing that I learned is to take time for yourself. 
Um, as I said, I was working really hard and really long hours studying and doing homework, etc. And so I now looking back, I definitely don't regret the time that I took to go visit family, um, the time I took to go to church, to make friends. I went to a, rich, a church retreat at some point in the semester and took off a couple of days and, you know, was in nature in a beautiful location, you know, staying in cabins and stuff um, over a weekend. I don't regret any of that, even though it did get stressful at the end. I don't necessarily think that doing less of any of that would have made the process easier or would have made me any less stressed at the end of the semester. Um, and I think it also helped me to be rejuvenated um, every so often when I was really starting to feel burnt out and stressed. So I think it's really important to take breaks, even if you feel like you don't have time for them, because if not, I feel like you'll just be burnt out even earlier and it's hard to do good work when you are burnt out. The second thing I learned is that things can look really, really bleak sometimes, but do not give up. There were so many moments when I was studying for the fi for my finals that I really just felt like giving up. I was like, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> I want to just be done with these classes. I want to just go home. But I was like, no, Shelby, you are so close. And if you can just put in the work now and finish out strong, like you do not have to look at these classes literally ever again until I guess when I'm a professor and have to teach them. Um, and so I definitely don't regret that. I just want to share that with anyone listening. Like sometimes things are really hard and it seems hopeless and the future seems bleak, but just keep working at it if you know that's what you're meant to be doing because a lot of times it will work out in the end. Maybe not how you thought it would work out, maybe differently than you thought it will work out, but I do think that it always will work out for our benefit in the long run. The other thing I learned is that teamwork is so important and the people you surround yourself with are so important. Our cohort, I think, was such a great cohort. Um, our cohort is the people who are in the classes with me every day, basically. We got along really, really well. We worked together on a lot of homeworks. Um, you know, a lot of people you know, made friends and friend groups um, to be able to hang out outside of the classes with. And I'm just so appreciative of the people that I went through that first semester journey with. And I know a lot of other people in our cohort said the same thing. I think that if I came in with a cohort not so kind and cohesive and willing to work with each other and willing to encourage each other and check in on each other, I think this process would have been so much more difficult. Um, but we were all really like in tune with making sure that everyone was okay and everyone was coming along on this journey with, with each other. And so I'm super grateful for that. So make sure you're surrounding yourself with good people, people that you can trust, people that you know, will look out for you if you're struggling. Even as I said, when I got COVID, people would send me their class notes with no questions asked and were really supportive. Um, and so, yeah, it's really important to surround yourself with the right people. The other thing I would recommend is not to become a hermit. For me, it would have been so easily to go to my room and just sit at my desk and work all day. But I tried, I tried working in the offices, I tried going to the library sometimes, working outside, etc. Just to get a change of scenery, it can become really depressing and dark and boring when you're just sitting in your room all day doing your work. So try to have change of scenery, try to go outside, go to different places, um, explore whatever city you're living in, just to add some change to your day um, and to kind of break up those monotonous moments. And the last thing I'll say, at least for now, is to find the good in everything and to have fun. As I said, there were some difficult, difficult moments where I thought I would not pass, where I just felt like I wasn't supposed to be here. Um, but just try to find the good in it. Try to find the positive 
points in it look out for the good things i'm um, gonna just try to have fun because when you're done with the semester and possibly do pass your classes you're not gonna look back and say well it worked out in the end but that whole time i was just feeling horrible so i didn't get to enjoy any of it you know you want to look back and say okay i passed my classes i did well and i actually had a good mindset through you know a large at least most of it maybe not all of it but through most of it and look back on that first semester with at least some fond memories so try to find the good in everything and have fun so that it's not just this deep dark depressing time in your life and actually the last thing i'll say is don't be afraid to reach out for help um i started going to therapy towards the end of my first semester when things started getting really difficult um, just to have someone else to talk to, a professional to talk to and get advice from, for kind of like life coaching. Um, I think honestly, personally, that every grad student should go to therapy. And I mean, of course, other people in life too. But specifically in grad school, I think it's just like a lot going on. And it's like a baptism by fire kind of <laughs> event. And so for me, I just felt like it was very necessary for me to get therapy, go to therapy and we actually get 52 free sessions, I think, in my program. So it's basically one week a year if you want to go that frequently. I was going like every other week or every two to three weeks. Um, but yeah, I think feel don't be afraid to reach out for help. If you need someone to talk to, if you need, you know, go to a therapist. If you want to talk to someone in your department, like a professor, just to get advice on how to handle the classes, how to study better, etc., go to a professor or go to a TA, talk to an older grad student. Just if you need help with something, find somebody to help you because it could sometimes be easy to get lost in in the sauce. I'm kidding. <laughs> lost in a, in, you know, a big department, a big program, whatever. And maybe not every second someone is keeping an eye out for you, but there are definitely people who are there willing to help if you ask. So don't be afraid to reach out for help in whatever way you need help. Well, that's really all I have to share with you all today. I <laughs> I feel like this episode has been quite a roller coaster, but that's kind of representative of what first semester was. Um, as I said, overall, I came out of it smiling. I do actually think it was a great learning period and experience in my life. I'm excited to do a second semester recap next season. Um, but yeah, let me know what y'all think. Let me know if you have any advice moving forward. Let me know if anything I said helped you. Um, go ahead and follow me on Instagram as well as on Twitter. And let's connect and talk and maybe even share your own experience from your first semester in grad school. I hope that you have a pleasant week and look out for me in the next two weeks for another podcast episode. This one will be an interview episode. Um, so yeah, be sure to come back. I'll be here all season with plenty of new episodes on an engineer's journey.